my name is Gary Shotton, and I'm here as a part of Inspiring Better Business. Today, we're going to talk about crisis management. You know, I have several calls to Africa, and that's a pretty regular call or discussion. They ask, what do we do when we're in crisis? And that can happen to anybody, and it's happened to pretty well everyone. First of all, crises are probably created in two different ways or come to us in two different ways. One is uh, because we did something that put us in crisis. And two is that something happens in the world around us that we didn't have any part to play and it threw us in crisis like a, a, a turmoil or a down, downslide in the economy. But either way, we're in crisis. And Crisis is something that is very unnerving. It's very difficult on the nerves and, and can really affect you in a pretty big way. Now, it uh, doesn't matter why we're in crisis, but we're in crisis. How do we get out of crisis? I'm going to give three steps that I think can help you in this situation. And I'm going to give you several examples of my life, or at least one good solid example of where I dealt with crisis and was able to come through it in a solid way. I'm pretty familiar with uh, African culture, and a lot of our uh, videos are for the African culture, but all of this applies to uh, any uh, nation, any language, any, any place. Number one, we have to start with a foundation. The foundation has to be strong. We have to do some things in our business so that we don't find ourselves in crisis on a repeat basis. And one of those things is that many businesses have, as small businesses, seem to be family-owned, family-operated, and it's very difficult for the owners to separate their personal livelihood from their business livelihood. What do I mean? Uh, if you have a business, there's a temptation to just take money out of your business to go buy some bread. Kids need some shoes. Uh, kids need uniforms. and Kids need uh, 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 tuition for school. And that's taking money out of your business and applying it to your personal affairs in a re very random basis, a random way. And I suggest that you stop doing that and don't do that because in the process you're not able to determine what your business is really doing and in doing that you're mixing things together and how do you do that well uh, I have all of my life I have been able to basically write myself a check or pay, make a payment from my business into my personal household budget and I'm able to keep those two things separate uh, my father uh, was a farmer. We had wheat. And one thing he did was he put the crop of wheat that he was going to use for seed for a year later. The seed would stay idle for one year and then we would plant it. So one full year, no matter how difficult the situation was financially, no how difficult our household situation was, nobody touched Nobody even thought of taking that seed out of that special bin, special spot, and selling it. Because if we did, we would not be in business the next year when it came time to plant the crop. That's how you've got to think about it. You cannot mix the two and be effective. It's going to be difficult, I know. 
We have uh, another situation in this idea of separating your funds. In cultures, especially developing nations, we seems that everyone's in crisis. So when everyone's in crisis, it seems they find you to your door when you are the one that's trying to do business, you have some business income coming, and it looks like, man, they have lots of money. I'll just go over there and they'll help me. Man, I've got to tell you, if you separate those two and you're willing to help somebody, don't take the money out of your company. Keep that separate. It's not your money. It's the company's money. And you can then help somebody to the limit that they uh, are able to help out of your household side. So you're willing to take some money from your children or your family or, or that side of, the, of, the, of your life and help this person with their crisis. By the way, if you start helping people with crisis, there'll be a long, long line coming to your door knocking because you're going to be known to the, be the one that's the savior of the world every time somebody is in crisis. And believe me, there's a lot of people in crisis on a regular basis. So keep them separate is number one. Number two, when you're in crisis, it's a time to cut back and guard all of your expenses in a big way. It's not the time to expand. I was uh, of a mindset at different times that when things were not going well, I would rationalize and say, this is a time if I just got bigger, this would get better. If I had more merchandise to sell, this would be better. And the reality is, I believe that the right thing to do in crisis is to trim back, cut back, minimize, create a foundation, a step where you're really, really strong uh, at your foundation and build a foundation at the level you're at. It's not the time to uh, go to the next level or start another business. I've seen that mistake made. Um, then number three, uh, we've got to be able to uh, set aside as a part of good business. We've got to recognize that there's seasons and cycles in everything, especially in business. So if you don't Put aside some money when things are good and have a reserve. Have something hidden, somebody that no one knows about but you and your spouse. Monies that you don't brag about, you don't talk about. You're just quiet about it. That you have money set aside. And you have money set aside to help you take you through some of those ups and downs that happen in business. How much money? Oh, that's up to you. You're going to have to decide. Some view not as a dollar amount, but as a percentage of, of the revenue. If they say, hey, if I had set aside one full month of revenue, that would be a good figure. Another, if you have a lot of employees, you like to have set aside at least as a guide all of the money that talks would take to pay the employees for a couple, three months. That sounds like a lot of money. But those are the kinds of things you've got to do. Set yourself some benchmarks and create some reserve. And make sure that you don't touch that reserve every time you have a little need. Or to, that you don't expand your business just because you have some extra money. That money is set aside. There's a season and a cycle. Now let me tell you about the year 2008 and 2009 in my business. I'm in a machine shop. And I'm telling you, we were going great from 2006, 2007, and even most of 2000, the year 2008. But the beginning of 2009, guess what? Crisis came. I'm potentially in trouble because the sales and the revenue for the entire world slowed slow down at that point. And especially in my customers just stopped buying. We didn't have nearly the amount of uh, customer demand as we had before. So what did I do? Number one, 
I have already separated my personal funds from my household funds. I'm already good in that spot. And number two, I started cutting back every single expense that I possibly could cut back, including I had to relieve 41 employees from employment. I didn't want to. I had tears in my eyes, but I had to say to 41 people, here's some bonus, or here in this case, unemployment insurance, and you have some money, and I cannot pay you anymore, so I'm not going to have you come to work for me for an extended period, and maybe never again. I went from 64 down to 24 people, and there's where I cut. I cut every expense. I helped in any way. We looked at every single thing to cut back. We did not expand. And I knew that this was going to be a cycle and season. And in number three, I did have reserve. I had a nice, generous amount of reserve. And that reserve was uh, set aside. I didn't advertise and tell any of my workers how much I had because I had a lot. I had more than enough to get us through, I was thinking, a couple years. Uh, not, not all the expenses for a couple years, but make up the difference until this thing turned around and came back around. And I started paying my vendors early because I had the money. I was going to pay them anyway, and that was a, a blessing to me and to them both. And so I was the one that was paying my bills early. I had a reserve. And guess what? In less, or just about one year, this all turned around in a very positive way. And they started demanding more, more jobs, more work, more income. I actually, uh, in, by 2011, I had to build a new building and add more machines and more people. And it was a wonderful time of year because I made it through the cycle. I had the reserve to get me to the other side. A little extra tip. If you're the one that can come through a downturn, a cycle that will be there, and if you can come through on the other side with some extra cash, you can buy businesses, you can buy things, you are in a powerful position to advance your own business uh, in a way that most other people don't because they're out of cash. There's nothing worse than running out of cash in a business, and you can't afford to get down too far. So have that reserve. Last but not least, I have a solid belief that God's on my side, and he's always helping me. That's provided that I have done good business. I have to do the good business first. I have to be on top of my numbers. I have to be doing things that are going to be... Uh, 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 that God can work with it because he can't fix things. He can just accelerate the work that I've already done. Well, I hope this helps. Uh, thanks for being a part of Inspiring Better Business. Thank you.